I think the lesson is that really think about what you actually want to accomplish. And whenever we think about the three year, the one year, and the 90 day, for me, and I have seen it play out with clients, is that we tend to overestimate what we think we can get done in the next 12 weeks. But we consistently underestimate what we can get done over a three-year period of time. So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our leadership, develop our teams, and scale our business in a way that allows us to get our products and services out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner, and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Welcome to The Bottom Line, a new weekly podcast series that we drop every Thursday to complement our weekly Monday podcast interviews with the industry leaders. These podcasts are going to be designed to give you short, impactful, and value-driven information that you can start using right away in your business. I value your time and attention and will do my very best not to waste it. Just get what you need and go. So with that, let's get into today's episode. Are you an agency owner looking to better understand your financials and take charge of your tax bill? Well, Club Capital is here to help. As the largest accounting and advisory firm for insurance agency owners in the country, they are way more than your everyday run-of-the-mill CPA. Club Capital provides financial, CFO, and tax advisory services to help you plan and forecast your financial success. You'll meet every month to review your agency's financial performance, the difference between your profit and actual cash flow, along with helping you better understand your bottom line. Visit club.capital to book a solution overview with one of our business consultants. Club Capital, way more than a CPA firm. Hey, everyone. So with permission, one of my clients, Jordan, allowed me to be able to kind of share some of his story. And I'm calling this episode a D1 vision because I think it's such a great analogy as to the importance of what we say that our vision is for the business. Now, I have done episodes in the past that I think about a blueprint as where are you going in the next three years? Okay, what are you trying to do this year? What are you trying to do over the next 90 days? That's considered a blueprint. So three by 12 system, 12 quarters, 12 months, 12 weeks. So you set your three-year vision out there and you work towards that. And when you get to the end of that, then you can go through and actually set the next three-year vision. I will digress on this just for a second because I think it's important and then I'll get back to the analogy and the point of this is that somebody asked me a question around this, one of my clients, and said, well, what do you do whenever you you set that three-year vision a year and a half ago and it was a lot smaller? I mean, you've already crushed it. Here's the thing. If you start constantly iterating off your three-year vision, it's too high, it's too low. It's Now, initially, it's going to be that way for sure. But what ends up happening is you end up like moving the goalpost constantly. And so you crush it and you're like, oh, I'm just going to move it out again. And then, or, oh, that was too big. We're not going to make that. So I'll lower the quote goal or the target, et cetera. And I think that you never end up being able to say, well, you know what? Yeah, I was way off. I was thinking way too small or I was thinking way, way, way too big of what we could actually do in three years. And I think that's been a big lesson for me in my own journey. So back to the point in this wall kind of tied together as the importance of what you actually set out as your vision. So Jordan, he's my height. He's maybe even 6'6", 6'5", 6'6", played tight end, didn't really play football, 
until I think maybe he even said didn't play until a senior in high school or maybe not even until college. But obviously looks like a tight end, played in AIA school in Montevallo. He was there for a year or two. I can't remember the particulars. So really irrelevant. And he really wanted to be able to make it to a D1 school. In fact, that was the vision. I want to play football at a D1 school. Well, he busted his tail. He worked out. He did all the drills that they had him do. And he had an opportunity. He had an opportunity to transfer. And he got to go to Tulsa and gets on scholarship at Tulsa. And when he gets to Tulsa, what do you think happens? Well, he made it. He accomplished his goal. He set out the target to be on the football team at a D1 school, and he achieved it. And whenever he was sharing this with me, he said, if I look back on it, if I would have said that I want to be at a D1 school, I want to start, and I want to catch touchdowns at a D1 school, it would have changed completely the way that I approached my training, my workouts, et cetera. And I pressed him on that to try to get an idea of what exactly do you mean? Because I really wanted to know what did that actually look like? And he said he had a quarterback that was his roommate for a couple of years in Tulsa. And he thinks to him, he was thinking back and reflecting how many times he wished he would have said, well, you know, I'm a tight end. I can't throw the football to myself. I could have gotten my roommate to instead of going out, partying, whatever. And he's not you know, a huge partier, <laughs> but going out and doing things that normal college kids would do, I could have been perfecting my craft. I could have been getting extra reps in before practice, after practice, on the weekends, et cetera. And I didn't do any of those things because I had achieved my goal. And because he achieved his goal, he kind of let down. And he basically looks back on that and says, I wish I would have thought bigger. Have you ever thought, wouldn't it be incredible if you had direct access to our expert podcast guest in real time and be able to ask a question specific to your business? Well, now you have the opportunity to do that. After three and a half years, we're finally launching a leadership podcast community, and we want you to be a part of it. We're launching this podcast community on June the 1st. Go to club.capital forward slash podcast and you'll get all the details. You'll be able to interact with every single one of the podcasts that we record in real time and ask us questions and be able to ask the guests questions. In addition to that, we're going to have a monthly exclusive Q&A just for our leadership podcast listeners. Go to club.capital forward slash podcast. That's club.capital forward slash podcast and be one of the very first to join. I can't wait to see you in our leadership podcast community. And kind of going back to what I mentioned a moment ago, if you think about it, four years in college, two at one school, two at another school, it's roughly about the length of time that a three-year vision happens. It goes so fast. And that's one thing he said is, man, those four years, Whenever you're becoming a freshman, you think it's going to be forever. And then it just goes by so fast. And I think we can all reflect back on our time in school and in college and agree to that. And so I think the lesson is that really think about what you actually want to accomplish. And whenever we think about the three or the one year and the 90 day, for me, and I have seen it play out with clients, 
is that we tend to overestimate what we think we can get done in the next 12 weeks. But we consistently underestimate what we can get done over a three-year period of time. That has absolutely been the case for me. And I think it's been the case for a lot of our clients is that whenever you look at, wow, this is pretty aggressive, what you're wanting to get done the next 12 weeks. I mean, if you even just break down the revenue growth, the profitability, the hiring, the training, like all of those things to try to get all of that accomplished, as opposed to seeing it as, okay, I'm going to stack this quarter and then I'm going to stack another quarter on top of that. And then stack another quarter on top of that. And that's going to be able to help me get there. Well, ultimately, what you're doing on a quarterly basis is leading you, hopefully, closer and closer and closer to what your vision actually is. So if we think about Jordan's analogy, if he had said, look, I want to play at a D1 school. I don't want to play at Tulsa. And I'm going to start and I'm going to catch touchdowns at Tulsa in a game. Well, he probably would have taken different actions, don't you believe? He probably would have put in more work, more reps, maybe even more workouts, thought about his nutrition more, et cetera. I remember I was at the 2013 Auburn National Championship game, and one of the players for Auburn at the time, D Ford, he ended up, I can't remember, first or second round pick the following year. And I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but he gets off the bus. We had gone to the team hotel before the game. This is when Auburn played Florida State. And I remember him carrying two gallon jugs of water. And in the other hand, he had a protein drink. Now, look, obviously players are drinking, were drinking protein drinks back then. But it seemed like he was just taking his fitness. And he was obviously just unbelievably a stud. He was taking all of that stuff so much more seriously. So clearly he was God-given ability. And then he just took everything to the next level to be able to train. And there's so many famous stories around Kobe and Jordan and even LeBron James, et cetera, in basketball, the things and the work ethic that they've been able to do. And when you combine those type of things, I mean, Tom Brady, his work ethic and the little details that they put in over time. And I think that there's a lot we can learn from that. But the real purpose of this episode is to share with you the importance of what you actually manifest as the vision that you have for the direction of your company. It matters. It matters a lot. And so as you're beginning to craft that vision and you look at it, by the way, send it to me. I'd love to give you feedback on it. I'll shoot you a quick loom video and give you some feedback as to not judging the goals per se specifically, but how clearly articulated is your vision of where you actually want to take the company. I love a blend and a three-year vision of between more than a summary, but also it doesn't have to be 15 pages long either. I think 15 pages begins to be too much to work through. I know Michael Hyatt in his book, Vision Driven Leader, talks about it's got to be more than just a pithy statement. I agree with that. But I think in the context, it's sometimes good to be able to have bullet points. This is revenue, profit, this number of customers we're going to have, number of team members, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have a second in command. It's how big our team is going to be. Even that at least gives me in a nutshell of where the direction of the company is going to go. So two years, I'd love to be able to see it. All right, everyone, hope this episode served you. Till next time, lead well.
you know how important it is to develop yourself and to, to develop your team. Well, if you're going to do that, you want to do it with the best. Work with Coach P Consulting to learn and implement the same strategies that he used to sell over 700 life policies in 2021 alone. You'll get personalized coaching two times a week and an in-depth look at how his office is run and Coach P will train your team alongside his own. Get your first month free when you mention the Club Capital Leadership Podcast during sign up. Visit coachpconsulting.com to get started.